Hello and welcome to the Poorly Informed Podcast. It's been a while since we've done something in this sim- like sort of vein where there's just the four of us sitting down talking about whatever comes to our mind. Um, I think, according to Theo, it's been over a year since we've last done this sort of thing. And we have just been moved into Tier 4. We're all very bored, all like stuck at home and what done with the university work. So we thought we would bring you some light-hearted, some interesting, some entertaining debates that are focused on some serious topics, some easy topics. Just little talks that are similar to how we started this whole podcast. And we hope you enjoy them. These are our December debates, I think we're going with. And for our first episode, we are going to be revisiting a topic which is one of our most popular one of our favourites, um, and it is what we would do if we were in charge of the world, part two. And with me, as always, we have Theo, uh, Will, Max, and myself, Peter. And yeah, what would we do if we were in charge of the world? It's Christmas, it's almost Christmas, and you've written your letter to Santa, and Santa, and you wrote and asked Santa, Santa, please can I be in charge of the world? And Santa puts a crown in your stocking, uh, he lets you pull a sword from a stone or whatever, and you are now king of the world. You have complete executive power. People will follow your laws. What laws do you make? Uh, does anyone want to suggest any? I, could, I have one I'm very passionate about. If Theo, you got a hand up. I'm going to start off with a fairly tame one. I don't think this is going to cause any debate, but just to get a bit of bull rolling. So, so <clears throat> imagine you're going out for the day. Whether it's the beach or... No, I, know, I can't imagine that, work. actually. It hasn't happened for a while. Okay, I realised that was a bad opening line, given the current context. But regardless, imagine <clears throat> in a few months' time, maybe, hypothetically, you might go out for the day, you don your mask or whatever, and you pack your bag, put a thing, you've got whatever you need for the day, uh, you've got your phone, your wallet, probably a water bottle, and you get to get to wherever you're going. And you realise your water bottle has leaked everywhere. It's just dribbled out and there's pools of water at the bottom of your bag. And it's the most annoying thing in the world. And so my first thing to ban as rule of the world... Well, I assume we're going to be banning things. My, the first thing I would do as rule of the world is to ban leaky water bottles. Because they're the most irritating, destructive, annoying... This water bottle I'm using right now leaks everywhere. I don't know how, I don't know why. It's a good water bottle, except the fact if you put it in a bag, no, it will dribble all over your thing. It's, it's, fi- it's fine here, on my desk in front of me. Like, this is, it is doing its function very well. It's got, like, a straw to the bottom, so I don't have to tip it back. I can just... Right yeah, there, I don't think the audio came out there. Like, this is not a water... Okay, look, the most basic like... function of a water bottle is holding the water in the bottle. I feel like... How, it, am, I, know... how am I arguing against my own point? No, um, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, look, ban leaky water bottles. Can we all agree that that is something I feel like I should have four votes for? Which is, if you make a leaky water bottle, you should be shot. If you... Um, if you fund leaky water bottles, you should be shot. If you don't dispose of leaky water bottles under my new One World system, you will be shot. Leaky water bottles will be gathered together and in a massive funeral pyre and burned to ashes um, because leaky water bottles are the worst. So, 
you're just gonna take every water bottle and burn them all. Not every water bottle, just a leaky no, one. Every bad water every bottle. Every bad water bottle. What's and the punishment for possession of a bad water bottle is death. Yeah. You would be shot under your own. No no no, I said when I come into power. So I've got time to get rid of this leaky water bottle. And you know what? See. I'd be happy to sacrifice myself for the cause anyway. I'm willing to be a martyr against bad plastic manufacturing. I mean, any objections to death death by water bottle? Or is this a law we let? Um, I feel like, well, water bottles obviously become leaky over time. So if you put it in a cupboard and then it comes out leaky, like after, you know, a month or something, then... Yeah. Are you just going to be executed? That's your problem. Keep your cupboards tidy, noticed. mate. You gotta, you gotta do a little census of your water bottles every two weeks. Not, not is, my business. Is there any grace period? Do you have like two days right. to dispose well, of it, or is it just uh, the second it's leaky, it's got to go? I think, I think, I think we can have like a grace period. Everyone can get like a water bottle bin, and like, we'll, you know, special bin men come around and and handle this dangerous material. That, that's, that's just my, you know, off the top of my head. I mean, I'm not opposed to it. I'll vote in favour of that. Yeah, mission. you know what? I, I, I can get behind this as well, because I am also... A, I also, here, with me, have a leaky water bottle. Well, um, so you know what? Except this one's even worse, because it leaks when you try and drink from it, which uh, is me. intensely oh, you're, you're giving me heart palpitations already over here, Will. Come on, don't, don't do me like that. So, everyone in favour? No, I'm against it. Um... Yeah, because my water bottle right next to me, that, that also leaks, but I've got sentimental attachment to it, so I'm not, I don't want to be, I don't have to get rid of it, you know? I keep it by my bed where it doesn't really matter if it leaks, you know? It's just, I mean, three it's one, fine, you know? You are it doesn't, doesn't bother me too much. 3 so one. That's our first new law is the banning of water bottles. Um, I do have a suggestion I want to get off my chest because I just thought of it whilst we were talking. Um, and I think, again, unanimous agreement here. Um, we either move completely to the 24-hour clock or rename AM and PM because I don't know the difference between AM and PM um, and at this point I don't want to, to learn the difference so we either just go I've explained the difference to you <laughs> so many times <laughs> no, the other way so, around so, so, this is, so just go 24-hour clock or <laughs> We rename them to morning and afternoon. Just, just write M or A. Max, as, as Peter's housemate, is he joking or does he genuinely not know the A and PM difference? He genuinely <laughs> does not know the difference. I have to explain it to him all the there's time. There's a question, um, which I think it was either in a mock or in the actual exam, there's a question which was like, had AM and PM, and you needed to know the difference between the two of them to get the question right. And I don't know if I got that question right because I had to guess. Because I had to guess whether AM was the morning or not. Um, I'm going to agree with Pete here for the simple fact of uh, for 99% of the day, it is really, really easy to tell. But when someone says 12 AM or 12 PM, you spend half your life trying to work out, you know, the crossover point is, is you know, a constant source of worry and, and problems. And as someone doing computer science at uni, any amount of less faffing around I have to do with time zones and time in general is just good. So you know what? Simplify it all. Make it all 24 hours and I am very happy. I'm very behind this. Ooh, he does computer science, does he? Well, hey, I'm going to reach out to Max and build an anti-Peter coalition. 
because I think, frankly, it's stupid that we have to change the entire technological basis of the world because Peter isn't smart enough to know the difference between AM and PM. Exactly. Just because you didn't just because you didn't go to year four and didn't learn the difference doesn't mean everyone like, else in the world has bottles. to change. Everyone's anti-leaking water bottles. This. Not everyone should have to suffer because you cannot understand the difference between 9am and 9pm. Is that why you're always late to these recordings? Always, if, there's no... if I were to say I want to, me- to make the time timing more metric and move away from the archaic 12-hour clock to more metric, more modern 24-hour clock, would you be more inclined to agree with me? I wouldn't say 24 hours more this metric, like, but still, um, you know, there, it's still There's no 60. way at this point that I'm going to agree with your AM-PM debacle. That's just not happening. Yeah, no, I, I, yeah, I'm with like, Theo. I'm against this. I refuse to learn the difference between AM and PM. Because I just out of principle, it feels like I would be betraying my younger self. Um, but yeah, that's my thing. I vote we get rid of AM-PM. I, I also vote for that. But me and Max vote against, and it's tied. I think if it's tied, it just sits on the floor, being unable to be passed. So I guess we keep AM and PM for now. For now. <laughs> for now? What? Until I become king of the world for real, my like deep hand. Okay. Uh, Max? <laughs> what's your... Right, I have, a, uh, I have an actual serious suggestion. You know, I thought we probably need one. Mine is that um, it's actually the same as what I said in our last one of these podcasts, you know, last time we did this, is that we need to increase investment into space travel and that a certain amount of global GDP should be put into space well, travel. We last still because... So last time I suggested 10%, which Peter said was 7 point something trillion, but I actually googled it and it turns out it's 14 trillion, which now I'm even more for. 14 trillion think... into space travel we'd be on Mars within, he, you know, five years. He proposed this in, like, mid-2019, which is all well and good, but it's now yep. late 2020, and <clears throat> I don't know, I just, without wanting to oversimplify it, I can perhaps think of just, just the tip of my tongue, some of you guys might want to help me out, there might be other things that do need emergency and urgent investment. I don't want to, I don't want to make grand claims without evidence to back it up, Okay, no, okay, first first thing I do then is I'd get rid of coronavirus. <laughs> yeah, easy peasy. Yeah, that seems a bit simple, you know? Yeah. But no, I actually have valid reasons for why mm-hmm. this is a good idea. Um, so, the Apollo, the entire Apollo program cost only $283 billion in today's terms. Right? And that was across, what, about 13 years or something? So if we, you know... multiply that by like you know 50 times then we could get there very quickly and and as everyone knows you know every i couldn't find the actual statistic but isn't like every dollar invested into the apollo program resulted in like i think it's about seven however many more yeah about seven dollars in gdp so it's good for growth in every country country, is it though is it though um, is it always just going to be an american-centric space program you know, space force and all that. Well, what is it? Isn't Ethiopia is like one of the best placed countries to launch space um, spaceships from because of its position in the equator or something? So, 
you know, I, I believe, and then the pure resources required and all that stuff, I think it can just, you know, this massive undertaking can lead to significant development in the rest of the world, you know? Because as this is like a top-down approach for me as king of the world, I wouldn't just focus it in, you know, the developed countries. I'd use it as a tool and a vehicle for development. Space that well, no, I think what I think what Max space has is done cool, as is previously established. Uh, Keynesianism, but only via space travel, where the only method for any growth and spending is space travel, and you're just poor in every other aspect. But you have really, really cool rockets. Which, I mean, it is an interesting basis of an economy. Exactly. But, well, it would get rid of all of this... It would get rid of all of these, like, resource shortages that we that we have, you know? Just go do it in space. Get these resources from space. problem with what you're suggesting... This is what I think your biggest problem will soon be. Is, say, we get to space and start flying around space and exploring things. That would make both Star Wars and Star Trek less cool. Because it's no longer people doing, like, cool future jobs. They're now just, like... No. Oh god, he's a space. You're, you're, boy. you're not gonna be you're not gonna, you're not gonna be able to sit and watch Star Trek and think, well they should have filled in some bureaucracy and paperwork if they were crossing that intergalactic zone. Come on, that's that's entirely unrealistic. It's uh it's like when you watch Hot Fuzz and it, like every other minute they're doing paperwork, it's like yeah, that's what policing is. Yeah. You know I will be very happy if the things that I find cool at the moment are deemed boring in the future. Because that just means that real life <laughs> is that cool. This is you personally. Star Trek is not cool anymore. Star Trek has never been cool. No, Star Trek's yeah. never been cool. Okay, I'm. Star I'm not going to try and argue that. And you're. Yes. You're fine with that. And that's cool, because space is cool. I'm. <clears throat> yeah, I'm fine yeah. with that. I'm fine if space travel becomes so mundane so that it's I'm, not interesting. I'm. I'm willing to. No, I'm willing to agree if you reduce the amount of GDP invested to two percent. Which is two is, two point that's two it's like four trillion. Uh what is one hundred and forty two trillion. Ten percent is fourteen point two Yeah, thank you. Okay, two point um, eight. So two point eight trillion. I'd be happy to invest two point eight trillion. I don't want to invest fourteen point two trillion. I feel I feel like if you're doing this, you've just, just gotta take go longer, away. you know? Like, you know, if you're going to invest stupid amounts of money into space travel, you might as well become stupid. What do you mean stupid amounts of money? Sorry, two point eight trillion is the entire GDP of the United Kingdom. Forgive me for thinking that's quite a lot of money. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. It is a lot of money, but if you're gonna do a little bit a lot, you might as well do a lot a lot and just, you know, become you build the Death Star or whatever. Like I, I feel like, you know, if we're going you to build the Death Star, if, Max, is that your second law? You're building the Death Star. The second thing you'll do as King of the World is make the Death Star. Um you know, it'll be on the cards, I wouldn't write it out, you know. Max to build the Death Star. I want to see a Death Star, so you know what, I'm voting for this. Alright. Because Max backed me up in the in the anti Peter vote and I'm willing to you know, I'm willing to repay that, so yeah, I'll vote I'll vote for this. Okay, so 10% of global GDP now goes to space funding. Yeah. And I think it's Will's turn to it is. table a motion. It is indeed. Um, and my motion is that, you know you know how on the road you get certain types of drivers in certain types of cars, usually Mercedes, mm -hmm. uh, occasionally a BMW, um, and they often don't signal and they don't behave like very good drivers. I'm proposing we make it entirely legal to crash into any Mercedes and BMW you see with no consequences to yourself. 
Do you um, get? Only... Do you, if you damage your car, do you get the car fixed? No, 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 no. no. It, it's just you know, no legal consequences. If if you wreck your car, oh. that's your own problem. Um, um, okay. And this applies to any car that costs more than about say sixty grand. Um, you're just allowed to crash into, um, and that's perfectly fine. Because um, I I think it would do. Sounds sounds a lot like class warfare. Uh, to be honest. Yeah, but it also you know incentivizes uh, you know not buying expensive cars and safe driving. So you know. Talking of bad driving, Max, don't you have a Mercedes what? or a BMW? Surely, you must. Um, <laughs> no, but I no, I'm very against this because cars are cool and expensive cars are cool, and so. I don't want, you know, someone coming along in, like, a, a Corsa or some other piece of trash and just hitting me when I've saved up however to get my BMW nice expensive car. own Mini, so can you crash into Minis with... legally? No, it has to be, you know, the, the <laughs> posh brand. <laughs> but why? They're still the same thing. I mean, if it's a very expensive Mini, you know, if it's above the 60 grand limit, then sure. But How, how do you just expect people to know if a car is worth... 60 grand by looking at it. Is it 60 grand retail or 60 grand resale? Um, you know, once a car's got like a couple of hundred like, miles like on it, what, One used salesman 60 grand isn't another used car salesman 60 grand. Exactly. We're going to call it a new. Like, when the car was new, it was worth 60 grand. Well, okay. And then that, that's the cut off, you know. But what about cars that go off in value over time? You know, like rare or limited releases? Mm. Well, that, that's 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 what you got to do. You see, you got to buy one fifty years in the past, um, and then make sure that it raises in price, but wasn't expensive then. That that's how you get past this. But you know, that would require time traveler. So, so you, you saying what, if it's... you're if you're just driving along and you see like a very nice, you know, like I don't know, an R thirty two GTR or something, you are going well, you to could. crash into it. I'm just saying, you, you, you uh, should. Uh, I, I give it. I, no, but w would you do it? Would you I want someone to crash into that? I, I give it. Or like you know some kind of old. But you, you know some old classic sports car, and would you want someone to crash into it and you know take that piece of art? What out it would of the do, world? no. What it would do. There's an unintended benefit of this. All the people who like crashing cars will crash their cars into the Mercedes and Beamers, and thus we will be rid of the Mercedes bad Mercedes drivers. But also, uh, you know, young people who like crashing their cars and also being annoying on the road, but they've only got like a Vauxhall Corsa, they also wreck their cars and they're off the road. So you're removing all the bad drivers and then all you've got is just Max and everyone else who's safe. And like, to be honest, like while Max, I wouldn't say I still feel entirely safe on the roads, knowing Max is somewhere out there as well. I'd say I feel a lot safer knowing there's no Beamers and Vauxhall Corsa drivers also, um, also on the roads. I think... This is but, but also think of a situation, you know, you're at a junction or whatever, and then you know a beamer runs a red light in front of you. You can know beeping at them only does so much. Give them a nice scratch, you know, uh, scratch their paintwork. That's going to do a lot more. So I I feel like it's a good deterrent against bad driving. Mm. Nah, I've said I'm 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 very against this because it sounds like the start of Will's goal to for like a. Some class warfare and you know killing and eating the rich. That's it's the first step, and I don't want that. I'm being slandered. Well, it's an effective policy. Like Mad Max. But I mean, I don't particularly like driving, so I'm fine voting for this. I I'm gonna vote for it because I think it sounds fun. But I, Max is also right. This is definitely part of Will's long term 
communist plan. So what, that's a three to one. So I'm I'm very against it. Cars yeah, three to one again. Crashing into Max. I mean, he doesn't have. He's... <laughs> yeah. Um. So everyone's had one thing go to the table, right? And. Um. Yep. What? So leaky leaky bottles passed. Uh, AMPM unfortunately didn't pass. Crashing into cars passed. And real what was yours? No wait. Yeah, that, that was, was crashing into cars. Max. Oh, space space travel passed. Okay, so onto a second round. I think yeah. Time for one more each. Um. So, anyone want to go first? Yeah. Um, mm, oh, I've got two good ones. I'm kind of torn between them two. Uh, okay. Everyone with top knots should be shot. I feel personally attacked. I feel like this was targeted. I, this was malicious. What, I, would, wow, I, what would give you that impression? Uh, by the way, Will, what's your hairstyle at the moment? Uh, as you can see... Not a top knot. Oh, damn it! You were literally wearing. Oh, that's annoying. You were wearing a top knot yesterday. That is that is very irritating. Okay, well, top knots. I think very few people look good in top knots. I think people should embrace natural. You know, no. Um, I think people should embrace uh, their natural hair instead of like tying it really back. No one looks as good as in a top knot as they think they do. Let's be honest. With the exception of, you know, maybe Will, but it doesn't matter because you're going to be shot anyway. Um, like it's just, it looks a bit off and a bit, I can't even make an excuse for this. I just want Will to be shot. There's not really a huge amount else going on beyond the, beyond the bare bones of shooting the communist. Um, yeah, that's kind of as far as it goes for me. Um, I'm fine with top knots. Mm. So am I, funnily enough. Um, funny that. Uh, it might have something to do with the desire to not be yeah, shot. Yeah, I mean, if people you know. want to... Yeah, if people want to choose to look like an idiot, you know, I'm just... I'll let them do it. But, um, you know, I think I think also, it's fine, you know? I let people make themselves look like idiots. Theo has suggested just shooting people <laughs> for both of his things that could make a minor infraction. This is kind of a, a scary... I think it's kind of scary vibe he's bringing. Well, the the other the other one I had was banning pom bears. Um, oh, I do hate pom bears. Well, yeah, oh, we but that, I'm we did on the side of time. not wanting to ban pom bears. But I've had on the road to Damascus, I've had a conversion, and I now dislike pom bears. Um, Wait, real quick, banning pom bears, all in favour? Yep. Yeah, I ban pom bears. Yeah. No. No, pom bears are amazing. I stand, no, I stand by it. Nice. They are very nice. Top knots, top knots in, pom bears out. Um, Terrible. I, I can, I'll I can go next that. for my second thing. Again, I think this is this is very important to me, and it is the banning, not the banning, not the complete banning, but the mostly banning playlists, as in musical playlists. People will not be able to create a playlist of music they like and play it. I don't like playlists. Terrible. Um, Terrible. Let me finish but... my pitch. So, for, if you want to have a playlist, you either have to buy Now That's What I Call Music 104, <laughs> or you have to apply for a playlist permit from the government and prove you're using it for like a legitimate reason, as in you run a restaurant or a club, or you're having a party. And they'll give you a playlist permit, and if you're having like, a party or one-off party, 
you can have a playlist permit for 48 hours and then after that no more playlists you have to go back to listening to albums how are you meant to listen to albums because albums are how music is supposed to be listened to <laughs> okay um i have a new point like me and peter argue about this a lot because he is objectively wrong um but i have a new point that i haven't actually raised before peter you like safe driving right you don't want people being reckless when they're driving exactly um how long is the average like album well, let's say 40 minutes okay imagine mm. you're driving you know for longer than that time let's say you're driving for like two hours you're going on a nice drive um and you want to listen to some music because no one likes listen. driving in silence what do you do do you just go on your phone while you're driving because that's a uh, crime isn't it Peter? the radio because the radios can apply for playlist permits but isn't the radio just a curated yeah, playlist, playlist and so are you saying that no. playlist is better or, than an album there is a solution here. you put on an album that you don't mind hearing twice you know if it's, if it's <laughs> a long car journey you put on a good enough album i feel like your problem here isn't that you haven't got playlists it's that you haven't got good enough music to listen to because if it was you... good enough music you wouldn't be listening no, to well, it well, 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 well are you coming down the side of albums yes of course i am right right so if i look on your spotify because you love albums so much, it's weird that I can see at least 30 public playlists. I, I Your have playlist, Great Songs, playlists. has 844 songs on it, nearly 70 hours of music. Your playlist, Songs We Both Actually Listen To, has 209 songs on it. You have a lot of playlists for a man who is anti-playlist. I completely agree with Pete. I, I say this as a man with a lot of playlists. Albums are the way to listen to music. My, I listen to a lot of playlists because that's like what's going on at the moment, but I usually use playlists for like documenting all the music I'm listening to, and then you listen to it in albums. Like Playlists are good for, you know, it's a little bit of pop, something not too complicated, not too, you know, fairly chill. If you want to sit down and properly listen to music, and I do mean like properly listen to music and actually enjoy it, you have to listen to an album because that is the no. only way to properly listen to it. No, uh, no, no, no. Okay, yes, I will say to improve... Out, like yeah, albums yeah. were made as a way of record companies packing a few hit singles with loads of duds and making way more money than they should like albums are not created in the main as a tool for good listening they were created in the main as a capitalist trick to earn more money for undeserving middle management while the artists got i don't know like a decent record deal and we paid too much for poor music the album tradition has still lasted even onto streaming you can get a long album still full of duds and only a couple of good songs i don't this think i don't to me that you don't listen to good music you have poor taste in music if you can't find good albums no it's a fair um, it's a fair statement and you know it's a fair statement that albums are often like, packed with duds you know they oh, are bad albums they are. might often be packed with duds but you've just got to listen to good music some albums out there are the best hour of listening experience you'll have in your entire life. They yeah, are like, there are good albums out there, and there are what? many hundreds of good albums out there. Just because the average piece of music released isn't amazing does not say that the you know there are still hundreds and hundreds of hours of incredible albums. You know what is a good hour of listening? My playlist, and then I can have another second hour of listening, another third hour of good listening without having to change or press a single <laughs> button. You you can queue up multiple albums in a row. So say we're on this long car journey and it's an eight hour car journey or something, like, oh that's like normally be like, okay, I've got an eight hour playlist, that's fine. Or you could say, Okay, let's queue up all of Kanye West albums in order and that's eight hours done. And then like that's eight hours of 
good music or better no. music. Like, well, no, no, because that implies that every song on every album is of the same quality, yes. which every is song a, fact, that's a fact. That's a fact. Is not true. No. Okay. Listening to an album may be better, you know, as like, oh, to experience the art in the way the artist intended. But for listening while you're doing something, you'd would you rather have the best five songs of two albums? Mm-hmm. Um, so the overall quality of music is higher, or listen to music which is on average worse well, because you don't want to listen to music from two artists. So you don't want to listen to two artists. You're being stubborn. No. Playlist. And you're wrong. You, you are wrong. Make a radio station if you want to listen to your own playlist. But that's just no, admitting, that's admitting that playlists are good and have their place. Three things are certain. Three things are certain. Sometimes you death, yeah. taxes, and the subjectivity of music tastes. Okay, an artist's album is not always going to be to your specific music taste. Like for me, I really enjoyed Stormzy's Heavy as the Head album. Okay, so second main album. A good piece of work. But there are a lot of songs on there. 16 song albums. a hefty piece of work. But there are several songs on there that I don't like. Whether because of the language. Or because of the themes. Or there's just not music taste that works for me. Instead I can create a playlist. That works with a lot of Stormzy. But throw on some other things. That appeal to my specific subjective music taste. In a way that Stormzy could never could. Because he's playing to a mass market. The trick with albums, right, is that a good album is always more than the sum of its parts. So it doesn't matter. There may be, you know, songs that don't quite reach the heights of other songs, but the package as a whole is always better than, you know, individual songs taken one by one. You know, like a a, a properly good album, you don't need to take songs out of because they might be sort of slightly weaker songs, but they add to the overall experience and that makes them more enjoyable to listen to. It's, It's overall... You want the whole package rather than, you know, just taking small bits because you lose a lot of the, you know, the theme and the experience. And it's, it's a very different experience. You know, it could still be a good one, but it's not the same as listening to just, you know, album from start to finish. Just like that. I mean, I feel like we, I have argued this for literally hours with Max and we could argue this forever. I think we should put it to a vote. The partial banning of albums... Unless you get a specific permit, like your ASDA, because obviously I don't expect ASDA to play albums all the way through. They're allowed to play the radio, you know. But mostly, banning of playlists. I'm gonna. I'm also gonna ask you guys listening. Are we gonna have some polls on Instagram? Um, and we want to hear your feedback. Albums versus playlists. Why do you think they're better? You know, and we might read out some of your responses in the next in the next episode. So let us know your thoughts as well. But yeah, so playlist albums. I'm uh, banning of playlists. I ban playlists. I uh, vote yes. I would also vote yes. Gonna vote no because by saying that it's only a partial ban, you're admitting that they playlists have, place. have their Just place. Not a very big one. <laughs> and so <laughs> it's a two. No, to, you're it's wrong. A two I, to two. Nah, I disagree. You're wrong. So again, I get rejected on the. Mm. I think your opinions Damn. are just wrong. Okay, on to the next person. I'm just going to vote against whoever. If it, Max, I'm just voting against whatever you're saying here. Just to spite you. Okay, um. Oh, see, again, I had two for this one. Um, I was going to go with the shorter one. Um, I think that the EU safety regulation that meant that cars no longer have pop up headlights should be revoked. And it should be mandatory for every car company to release a car with pop-up headlights. Can I ask why... Pop-up headlights look stupid. 
<laughs> Can I ask why they were banned under safety regulations? Um, because it's like a sharp edge. So obviously if you hit a person and it's like a smooth bonnet, they're less likely to be hurt than if there's, you know, a massive sharp pop-up headlight that, you know, hits them and breaks a limb. So I understand it, but it doesn't look this as is cool, the real so problem with the like EU. It. It's not the loss of sovereignty. It's not the bloated agricultural subsidies or the European Court of Human Rights or even, you know, migration crisis. Damn sharp bonnets. This is the this is the crisis. This is this health and safety bureaucracy. Why we as a people voted in the national interest to leave the European Union and take back control because the Mazda MX-5 pop-up headlight should be legal in this country. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, I still don't. No, I have no strong opinions on this. To be honest. I mean, I I just think they look bad. And I'm also just voting against what Max is saying in principle now. Um, I mean, I, I don't, okay. you know, there, there are other types just, of, you know, SUVs are quite dangerous because they have really high bonnets and they kill a lot of people. Yeah, my, my other point was to ban yeah, SUVs. Yeah, so I, I, I feel hate like, them. you know, we, if, if we're allowing SUVs, then we just, you know, we should allow headlights. Or we I could just like get rid of SUVs and replace them with cars with pop up headlights. It's the same amount of danger. <laughs> Uh, but you get much cooler cars out of it. Pop-up headlights are a slippery slope. So if you start today with pop-up headlights, because they're dangerous, they're basically like stabby knives. Tomorrow, you know, you're going to have that James Bond Gatling gun that pops out the side of cars. And the day after, you're just going to turn cars into missiles. It, I, it's too dangerous to allow this to happen. I don't see the, the problem with this. Our country and our community, pop-up headlights today is death tomorrow. We cannot let criminals have pop-up headlights. I, so uh, for that reason, I'm voting no. After that moving speech by Peter, I realise I still don't care one bit, so I'm abstaining. Okay, I'm, I'm, also I'm in favour, obviously. So is that a two to one to one abstention? So is that a pass, then? I think that's a pass. Yeah, that means it passes. Okay, so onto the last bit of legislation being brought before the... We've brought before the council today. Will, what's your... Okay, I, I had another one for this and then I forgot it, so we're going with my original one. Um, I am proposing that anyone under the age of 18 is banned from any online game with any sort of voice chat whatsoever. If there is any way to broadcast your voice, no one under the age of 18 is allowed. Because, and this is a, an important point, they're extremely annoying. Very, very, very annoying, and I really don't want to have to put up with some, like, whiny 12-year-old screaming in my ear when I'm just trying to play a game. Would you have said this law? I mean, there's quite a... Uh, probably not, because I would have been caught up in this law. However, I am now three years older, so I'm going to say it. Well, yeah, there's quite a big difference between being a 12-year-old squeaker and being, you know, 16, 17. Yeah, yeah, but... So surely, when, like, low... I reckon, I'd agree with it if you lower it to, you know, about, like, 15 or 16. But, but the thing is, if you yeah. lower it to 16, then you might as well lower it to 15, and one day it's pop-up headlight, the next day it's a grappling hook attached to the side of the car, the next day it's, you know, you're extending it to 12 years old, and the cars themselves are missiles, and it's an absolute collapse of law and order, and we're back to where we started. So you, I think you can't lower it from 18. You've got to you've got to hold firm. Otherwise, it's a health and safety menace. 
when you first start talking about banning 18 year olds or under from speaking, I, I thought you were going to be for some like child welfare, high minded, noble like idea. But no, it's just because they're annoying. Because you personally find them annoying. Yes. I see. It, it is. A, don't get me wrong. It's it's you know a useful side effect is you know it, it's probably best for everyone involved. You know, like online games could be uh, you know interesting places at times, and you know it's probably better if if they're not there. However, you know, Would they be able to hear what other people say. Oh yeah, that's fine. Just as then, long as I don't then... have to hear them. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, all of my proposals have been entirely selfish, including basically proposing to shoot Will. So in the spirit of selfishness, I'm happy to support someone else's motion of selfishness. So I can, I'm happy to make your life a bit easier and, and support you on yeah. this, Will. And you know what? We don't even need to go as far as just completely banning them. What we need is a, is a game that, you know, it, it you know, registers your age, you have some way of checking your age, and then there's a button in that game that just will permanently mute anyone under the age of 18 permanently, so you'll just never hear them. Perfect. What about under 18 servers, where everyone's under 18, can they talk there? That's fine, because like, I'm not you... there, so that, that's their problem, not mine. Okay, I see. <laughs> I mean, I I just don't really care enough about this because I'm not 18 anymore. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do a theory didn't abstain. I suppose I'm like I'm I'm just gonna have to you know disagree with it again. I feel like I've disagreed with almost everything today apart from my own points, which just means that I am the best. Well, I'm obviously I'm gonna happy. vote for it. Um... Yeah, I'm happy to vote in favour. So that's a so that passes. So we never said we were making the world a better place. We were just saying we we're making the no, world a better true. place for for us. Unless anyone wants to chuck out any real quick fire yes no laws. Uh, I feel like we need to tally the results of our deliberations and see what's changed about the world. Hmm. I, I wonder if we should ban pot. I had a. No, how to you there? I wonder if we should ban podcasts of, you know, un inexperienced, unintelligent people rambling on about irrelevant things for too long. Like, that might be worth considering, but, you know. That's a good suggestion. <laughs> it would probably Max improve visuals. everyone's quality of life, so fair, fair enough. Yeah. Very true. Oh, mine was going to be about making everyone uh, work a minimum wage job for, like, a certain amount of time as sort of, like, a national service thing. So people are less rude to um, customer service. I don't people. work a minimum wage job, so I'm saying no. You, you are part <laughs> yeah, of the problem, Peter. No. I bet Peter's really rude to the customer service people. Like. Oh yeah, I'm a massive asshole. Back you know me. <laughs> so wait, is, did that pass again? Has Max managed to pass every single thing he suggests? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've three, so have I. I've managed to pass both mine, so. And I've had both mine rejected. And I'm the host. Surely the host gets tiebreak vote. <laughs> the host like, has never the, ever. The vice had... president gets tiebreak vote in the Senate. I the like... host has never had any privileges in this podcast ever, like at all. The host is basically expected to do the hard work, and there's zero gain. It's just nice because you speak a bit more than normal. That. It's disappointing. 
So at the end of at the end of these deliberations, at the end of our brief stint as rulers of the world, we have made it mandatory for car companies to have pop-up headlights, massive amount of investment in space travel, uh, leaky water bottles lead to death. Um, what else has changed? Pombeer band. You're allowed to crash into expensive cars. Uh... Allowed to crash into expensive cars. There's, with that, with the swords at the end of the pop-up headlights that Max has done, that just feels incredibly dangerous. Um, what else? Uh, most... Banning of under-18s on online games, yes. voice chat. Mm -hmm. Didn't ban top knots, and everyone just ignores what I say, apparently. <laughs> because uh, we still have AM and PM, and people are still allowed to listen to playlists. So, I think that's about all about do us for this episode, this first episode of our little online debates, or December debates, I think we're recording it as I said. Um, thank you for listening, thank you for sticking with us. Uh, if you guys want to get in contact with us, you can do so on social media, we're on Instagram and Twitter at Podcast Poorly, and you can email us at poorlyinformeddiscussion at gmail.com. Um, we're going to try and get a couple of these out, so maybe four or five, over the course of lockdown, over the course of the Christmas holidays. Um, if you guys have any suggestions, if you guys want to tell us anything, uh, please feel free to do so. Um, yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll see you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye.